Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, the hardest working man in the business based on his videos and based on how he breaks everything down, Chris Bizignano. Psych, buddy, it's Philly week. Let's go. Let's get right into it. Boom. Just what you thought. I was done with the, with the pick. I broke out an eagle play yesterday. I know, I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, Giant fans, get ready for this. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Don't get too excited, Giant fans. Uh, you know, uh, these, these guys are uh, getting it, this, uh, their act together over there in Philly. So let's see what happens. You there's, know? So, there's so much, um, you know, good feeling, right, around Giants right now. And yeah. Twitter is scaring the hell out of me because uh, it's very positive, which is a good thing. We haven't been positive in a while, so I'll take it. But um, this is the week. Uh, the, you know, look, I circle two weeks on the calendar and these, you know, the, the other one was a Monday night game or a few weeks back. And, um, now we have this one. So, or Thursday night rather, I'm sorry. Right. Uh, and now it's this week and I, I'm trying to temper my enthusiasm, pal, because, uh, I don't know, man, I, I'm, I, I'm ready, buddy. I'm ready for, I'm ready for this. Really? I am so ready. Well, we'll see, you know, uh. They have a better team. Doesn't mean they're going to win. Right. And you got to like what Judge is doing every game. I know. You know? And the Giants are feeling pretty good about themselves coming into this game. And, uh, you know, everybody feels good about Jones right now. Cleaned up some things. and But this is a different animal now in mm. Philly. But if there's a week, I think it's time to get off the schneid and beat these guys. This might be it, right? Oh, yep. Yeah. And I think that's how everybody feels. And it's not just a time yeah. thing, right? It's not right. just... Well, they've gotten us, what, nine times in a row, whatever it is, eight times right. in a row? Yeah. And it's, it's our time because the numbers make us feel that way, and that's, that's not it. Um, so I, I think it's a combination of it just has been a while, but also the direction that this franchise is headed. So mm-hmm. um, that's, uh, that's where I am, my friend. That's where I am. Yeah. Yeah, look, if Jones plays a clean game, they're going to be right there. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to get a couple turnovers themselves. and. And Wentz is look, Wentz turns the ball over, man. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. You know, so they're gonna have to get some do some things with him. And uh, but you know, they are getting guys back and guys are healthy. You know, yeah. um looks like you know, Alshon Jeffrey's playing. Oh. The kid the kid Jalen Rager, who looks really good. You know, he's healthy, he's mm. playing. Mm. You know, uh Miles Sanders is playing, their offensive lines got healthy. So they're a good team, man. You know, when they get everybody back. Um, now that doesn't mean they, have, they don't have any weaknesses because they do on the defensive side. You know they they're not very good against the run. Yeah, even right. with those, even with that real good front four and the rotating so six, seven, eight guys, their linebackers are not real good in stopping the run. Right. You know that's that's a, that's the thing I feel the Giants could get get at it with them a little bit. Uh, with more, I you know expect to see Alfred Morris again. Um, I'll check in a little while what happened in practice. But Freeman looks like he aggravated his injury and he. I expect him to be laying on the IR because if Freeman can't go, that means they're going to, you know, activate Alfred Morris from the practice squad. If they do that, they have to sign him to the roster. Yeah, you know? right. Um, so I expect that, which means you got to create a roster spot, which I expect to be Freeman going to the IR. You yeah, know, right. Because Tay Crowder, I expect back. Yep. This yes. week, and they, they cut two guys today. The Giants and um, 
that's where we're at. So, uh, and you can't, you know, after last week, you can't look at Alpha Moss and go, oh, God, you know, what a waste this is because he ran really well last week for the Giants. He really did, and, and it was one that when I remember when we picked him up, it was like, what the hell we pick up Alfred Morris for? But he looked really good. <laughs> Me too. Well, yeah, right. I mean, I'm Alfred Morris. Like, uh, what's it, is Stephen Davis available too? Uh, my God. But uh, he looked really good last week and uh, ran hard and, as they say, ran with a purpose. But, um, yeah, I don't think too many Giant fans are upset with that now. So if, yes. he plays, if he has to play this week, I think we feel much more comfortable about it. Yeah, sure. You know, and Gallman's been doing his thing a little bit, you know. Um, so it's a nice little one-two punch that I feel could do some things against this Eagle team. Yeah, you, you, know? you mentioned you mentioned real quick two Giants that got cut. is Eric Tomlinson and Kenny Wiggins. I don't know yeah. why. Why does a guy like Eric Tom, Tomlinson keep sticking around? I don't – that's a, it's one of those Shermer moves, right? Like when you just keep – you get a guy and you're like, Eric Tomlinson, like you're like fifth on the tight end list. Like I, I don't get some things like that, some of the things they do. But whatever. Yeah, well, you like to have that fourth, maybe even fifth guy on, you know, on the practice yeah. squad or I don't know, awesome. Yeah, you know, just go with three this week. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'd rather go with like a a, a rookie or something. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I don't want four tight ends on a roster. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Every week he's inactive. Uh, I'm so, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that's what Judge shows do, and now he's released. We'll see. He'll probably wind up back on the Giants again somehow. Yeah, you know, right. On the practice squad if he clears waivers. <laughs> right, right, right. But that's where we're at. Um, but look, Eric, you know. They got the three tight ends they're going to go with. And, and look, Ingram, is it, the last game they played, Ingram was a drop away, you know, from beating the Eagles, you know. Right. Now, last week, instead of blowing the lead, the defense comes up with two stops. They didn't against the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And we'll see if it comes down to that again, you know. Um, I don't think my heart could take another game like that. Eagles, if, if the Giants, if they're going to beat you, just let, let it be earlier, man. I, you know, another last second loss to the Eagles. It's like, how much more can we take of that? But I think you're right. I think, unfortunately, I think it will be a close game and it will come down to the end. So, Right. So, I mean, that's, that's what's been going on here. So, yeah. it's going to be quite, you know, it has, a, you know, even though they're 3-4-1, and one, the Giants are 2-7, and seven, it, it, it sort of has a little bit of a, should I say playoff field, Jerry, or just division... I don't, think, I don't think you're wrong. The uh, first place division feel like I don't know. Is there a difference? I don't know. Does it have like a little bit of that extra feel, special feeling this week? Right. Uh, like you know, when when we were relevant, right, and we would play the Redskins or Dallas, like see, like uh, 2007, Dallas came into into Giant Stadium. We wore stupid red uniforms and lost. That game to me felt like a playoff game because we both knew we were probably headed, or that game was going to make or break us and. You know, you just no. These games do feel like that, Chris. They feel like playoff games. Uh, it's, I mean, if you think about it, you know, if the Giants knock them off, they're in first place in a win column, <laughs> going into the bye, right? Yeah. And it's unbelievable. I mean, it's sad, you know, how bad the division is, but it's still reality that they're tied for first place in a win column with the Eagles. Yeah. If they win this game, it's unbelievable. And then you got, then you get the week off, and it'll be quite a two weeks until they go into Cincinnati. You know, mm-hmm. around here, and and it won't be so much of people. Everybody look at it. Well, all right, we're tired, but the Eagles first place and win column. But we only got three wins. Give us a break. You know, it's going to be like, all right, okay, we'll take it. You know. Yeah, sure. That's the feeling you're getting. You know, too bad there's no fans in the stands. Yeah. You know, that would have been extra exciting Sunday. You know? Yeah, it's all the same thing. Yeah, that would have been extra exciting with the seventy, you know, five thousand people going crazy. Uh, you know, and then. 
Eagles with their fans doing their thing. It would have been, it would have been a very exciting one o'clock game. But obviously, that's not going to happen. So, um, but at the same tote, Jerry, it's going to be uh, it's a lot of excitement in the air. A lot of people, you notice on Twitter, TV, a lot of people are looking forward to this game, man. Right? They are. Um, there are. It seems like everyone's tweeting about this game. Giant fans are psyched right now, man. They 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 feel like yes, it, it's week ten. And we're two and seven, but somehow in this ridiculous 2020, we're relevant. Um, And maybe it's the perfect scenario, right? Like 2020 has been such a crap storm of everything. And now, you know what? The New York Giants at two and seven could make some noise in their own division (laughs) with a win Sunday. So I I think you could feel it. You could feel it on Twitter and everything. Yeah. Yeah, especially Jerry says that when they come out of the bar, they're playing the Bengals. Yeah. So everybody's going to look at like they knocked the Eagles off Sunday. Everybody's going to look at it. Okay, well, we could get win number four, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> we could be in first place after the Bengal game the way this division is going. Right. So that's the excitement. Look, that's the excitement. There's been, look, there has been a, a lot to be excited about around this area for a while. Nope. So take it. I think what builds the excitement more than anything, Jerry, mm-hmm. is that Joe Judge yep. and his coaching staff, right? Yep. That's what builds the excitement. Because if this was the same scenario – Last year with Sherman, I think people be looking at, it, yeah, that's nice, but the Eagles are going to smoke us, you know? Right. We don't belong, you know, even though there's – but now you look at Judge and you look at the coaching staff and you see the way they're playing these games and, and all that, and you look at the defense at times, and, you, and, and there's a lot to feel good about this squad. I think that's what adds the extra excitement to this game, the judge factor, right? Everybody's like, all right, we're in good hands here. We could win this game, uh, and we could do some things in a month of December. That. That's the feeling, no question. I'm trying to think of the last time a, a coach had this record and there was such enthusiasm around an organization. And I go, I don't know what the record was in 93, but when the, when Parcells, or whatever year he took over, when he drafted Drew Bledsoe, I think it was, I thought it was 93. And the Patriots, I don't think, were very good his first year, but you could tell that he was building something, right? And I don't remember. I, I, that's the only one I could come up with. I was, yeah. yeah, it was not. Okay. So I'm trying to think, like, that had to be the last time. Like, I don't remember an organization being 2-7 and seven and their fan base being like, oh, bravo, coach. Good job again, buddy. You just keep going. You keep at it, big guy. So I don't know. Uh, it's an interesting, uh, interesting thought. What was the – yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a, a little different. Paul Sells had the resume and yeah. everybody felt, you know, they were, he was – it's just like the Jets did when he went over to the Jets. Too, yeah, it's, and that's even a better—it's even a better point that you brought up. Like, he had the pedigree. I mean, when's the last mm-hmm. time a rookie head coach took over? You're two and I, seven, and the fan base is like, "Oh, this is the guy." Yeah, yeah. I remember when Jimmy Johnson took over the Cowboys, and they were one and fifteen. They were looking to throw him out of town. They hated him. Yeah, they went from three and thirteen, <laughs> I think. Him. Yeah, because Landry's last year, I think, was three and thirteen, and they went to one and fifteen. Yeah. And they, you know, they drafted Aikman that year, and there was people looking to throw Johnson out, out of Dallas. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's just the way Judge handles himself. Um, he's so consistent. You know, he's with us every day in the media, and he's very straightforward with us. And there's just something about him. Like, he never flinches, Jerry. Like, you know, like, he never he, he never gets aggravated to a question, or he never he never gets too excited about a question. Or and He's just very consistent. Yeah. He's the same way every day. Now, you know he's different behind the scenes with the players, no question, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think... You know, you know, last year you sensed the frustration with Sherman with the media, you know, and, 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 you know, he was getting very aggravated with a lot of stuff, 
you know, um, with Judge, there's been some questions to Judge. The you know, especially when it comes to Jones, uh, where judges kind of got a little, a little more like, uh, yes, no, all right, come, on. you know, basically like, all right, guys, give me enough with that now, with Jones. But he never really shows it. He's very consistent. I think people really like that about him. You know, he he's like the same guy every day, and he's going to keep teaching the same way, and he keeps forward with the progress no matter what. And I think a lot of people appreciate that, Jerry. Yeah, he's uh, definitely covert. Everything's covert, right? Like everything is, he doesn't give you the, sometimes he, he's not as bland as, as Belichick, right? But he does have that attitude I'm going forward and doesn't give you too much, but it's, it is a difference from Shermer, right? Like you could see, and, and you, you would tell me this, like, well, Shermer just did not like this one question. And you could see it uh, with the way he answered. And um, it, it's got to be a different experience for you too. I mean, I know Zoom aside, Chris, but... Yeah. Asking questions of, of Coach Judge and uh, asking questions of, uh, of Coach Shermer, no? Oh, no question, because Shermer was getting on edge, you know. He, he didn't like the media. He, didn't, you know, he felt they were out to get him. And at the end there, trust me, you know. And yeah. he, didn't like, he didn't like four or five members of the media, and he kind of showed it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, when you're losing, that's not, that's not the smartest thing to do. Right, you know? right. So now look, it'll be different next year. Hopefully, I mean, uh, you know, hopefully the country's gearing towards that with vaccines and, yeah. you know, but next year we'll be back, you know, in the room with Judge and back, you know, in the facility in front of him every day, and it'd be even it should be even better. You get maybe get to see a little bit more personality with him, you know, because a lot of times, you know, when the camera's off, you grab him on the side or he he stops and you and you start to see the guy a little bit more, you know. And obviously, we can't do that this year, but yeah. you gotta like what you see, man, with the guy, you know. Um, uh, he handles the media really well. Of course, you know, a first-time coach, that's coming to New York. That's a big challenge, man. I think that the interaction... The media is a big challenge. I think the interaction I'd want to yeah. see most is the one with you and Jason Garrett. I just think that would be awesome. I don't know why. I think, I think it could be a, a weekly TV spot. <laughs> like, not like... Actually, you, Jerry... Yeah. Actually, believe it or not, Jerry, the clown... I shouldn't say the clown. The, the, the guy with the real personality is Patrick Graham. Yeah, yeah. He is quite the character. No, I, Chris, I know, but that's why I think the Garrett part would be funnier. Because I could see you, right. I don't know, I, I, I could see you, like, having Garrett kind of, like, not break down, but, like, almost, I don't know, like, show a different side of him. Like, because he's pretty cerebral, Jason <laughs> Garrett. And I could see you be like, Jason, yeah. what the hell were you thinking on this play? And then you just, all right, Chris, let's sit down and talk about this. I don't know, I just think that'd be yeah, a funny yeah. interaction. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, uh, he's a uh, look. Garrett's a gentleman. You yeah, know, he, he's right. a good dude, man. Uh, but right. he's, I, I can see where you're coming from. But uh, the the character, the character every week is Graham. You don't know what's gonna come out of his mouth. He's yeah. funny. You yeah, know? yeah. He likes to, he likes to play it loose, you know. And then he's very intense when it's football time, man. Yeah. But how did you like his answer this week? You know, um, when he lost to the Eagles. Yeah. Um, he sat on a bench by himself for a little while. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And somebody asked him about that this week, you know, hey, you know, Pat, what were you thinking? You know, well, you know, and, and he, you know, he, he came right out and said it. Hey, I felt I let the team down. I'm like a teacher. I let my students down. You know, these guys are breaking out, you know what, for Joe Judge. And I didn't put the right calls in. I mean, it's accountability. And it's, it's, it's something we've always said, like, and I, you know, as fans, you always say, I want them to be as hurt as we are. And sometimes you feel like they're not. And, and when he, when he said that, you just felt like, wow, this is a guy who, who kind of, kind of gets it right. Um, and I, I was going to say about Graham before real quick, Chris, before I let you, I'm sorry. No, the, no, no, the, no. the thing about Graham that the further I get away from the game, like as the game is in the past, I think to myself, 
oh my god, I look at that second corner position. I get why you go zone so much. I get it. You know, during the game, I'm pissed. Like, why is he playing zone so much? And and, and he's allowing deep underneath stuff. And as we get further from it, I go, oh my god, no, I yeah, I can't blame him. So. <laughs> yeah right. yeah you can't at times you know um and you got to understand you know look when when graham said that the other day i was like uh you know what i remember the game it was only a couple of weeks ago you know yeah, yeah um so i'm gonna go back and look at the film again you know yeah and i'm the first one jerry you noticed for me over the years I, i'm the first one to get on a coach and what their schemes are what they're calling first one mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i used to get on right we got on betcha a thousand times yeah so i'm looking at it again you know, and I'm saying, well, you know what, Patrick, he's a real man. He's he's going to be a stand-up guy, and he's going to say, I failed this team. You yeah. know, and that's what leaders do. Uh, you see it in baseball too, where if they lose a game, uh, you know, a manager will say, you know what, I made the wrong decisions, and this and that. And then you see these other clowns, basically like you know Adam Gase at times blaming it on their players, you know, <laughs> you know, and all that. Um, so he took the bullets. So I looked at it and I said, well, that's nice of you, Patrick, but it really wasn't Patrick Graham. Okay. Yeah. Because the big plays, uh, like we pointed out numerous times, it was Ryan Lewis with no ball skills at all, you know? And then <laughs> even the Boston Scott touchdown, you know, Peppers was there. He was yeah, on he a was. man. He was there. And his technique was horrible. Yeah. You know, so I understand Graham, but it wasn't like, you know, Jerry, look, if he didn't put, if he didn't call a zero blitz all game, yeah. and then all of a sudden when they were up twenty one sixteen, he calls a zero blitz and they burned them on it, I yeah. would have been like, Pat, what the f are you doing, calling right. a zero? You know, right. you haven't done that all game. Right. But no, he he was calling the same stuff and they got burned because the talent level wasn't there. So Graham is a stand up dude, man. I really admire him. He's taking a bullet. A true coach always blames himself when the team loses because they always look within themselves and says, okay, what the hell could I have done more? You know. Yeah. The buffoons, the frauds, the, the Mac, insecure, the, the McAdoo's. Sorry, the insecure guys are the yeah. ones that say, "Oh, well, this guy didn't execute that, and this guy didn't hit. He didn't get the big hit, but went on a second and third, and, and all that crap." Yeah, you know what I mean? Chris, I think I think a guy like Ben McAdoo walked away from every game thinking, "Well, I had the perfect game plan, but you guys had screwed it up." Right. Oh, you know, I told you to get Mahomes. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> That's so. funny. So, um, but yeah, look, uh, th- that's the way this coaching staff is. Yeah, you know, even Jason Garrett, man, at the beginning of the year when they, you know, really were struggling offensively. Not that they're lighting it up now, but when they were really struggling offensively beginning of the year, you know, Garrett was out there. You know, I got to do this better. I got to call this better. You know, yeah. I got to do this. You know, I, th- that's the mentality in the building, Jerry, with from Judge, and that comes from Judge. And you know what? That comes from Belichick. Ever hear Bill after a loss? Yeah. The first thing he says. I got to coach better. You know? Andy Reid, too, to his credit. Yep. Oh, Andy Reid does it all the time. Yeah. You know? Yep. That's the way these guys think. The, the great ones think like that. Like, okay, you know what? We lost. What the hell am I doing? Right. I didn't put my guys in the right position. That's the way they think, Jerry. You right. know? Right. And that's the mentality in the building from Judge. It's like, okay, what am I doing wrong? I got to put my guys in the right position. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's, that's, and that's the proper mentality to have, Jerry. You know, that's the proper mentality. And even when they win games, it's not like, hey, hey, we won. Let's go get a beer. Hey, I'll grab. No, it's like, okay, well, we won twenty three twenty, but why? Why didn't we win thirty to fourteen? You right. understand? What I'm getting that? Right. Yep. So, it's um, the right mentality to have. All right. So this week's game, you you like yeah. uh, you like the matchup against uh, in the run against their uh, their front seven, huh? Well, I, not that I like the matchup, but I just feel they could do some things. Now, look, you're gonna have to block those beasts up front. <laughs> those monsters. We all, yeah. We all know how good they are. And you know what? I'm looking at Fletcher Cox, and 
beginning of the year, I was like, oh, Fletch is it's the age is starting to hit him. Uh, he's starting to lose it a little bit. And then I watched him the last three games. It's like, oh crap, you know. Yeah. Here comes Fletcher again. You know. He's, um, you he know, is such he, a, a such a thorn in our side, yeah, man. You know, but no, look, but look, in all fantasy, he didn't blow up. He didn't blow up the first game. No, which he didn't. Was positive because right. usually he destroys us, right? Right. Now, Will's going to be back, Hernandez, and I know people want to. You know, be a punching bag, or they want to, you know, hit punch, uh, punch, well, use, uh, excuse me, use yeah. Hernandez as a punching bag. Yeah. But Will Hernandez is a better guard than Shane Lemieux. Okay, let's get that right now. Now, mm. I'm not saying Shane's a bum. Shane does some good things, and he looks like he might have a future here. But you look at all around, trust me on this. Will Hernandez is a better guard than Shane Lemieux. So I'm happy to get him back. They're going to rotate. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Lemieux's going to rotate in. But right now, in the stage of their career, Hernandez is better than Lemieux. Uh, you watch the film, and Lemieux does. Lemieux really struggles at pass protection. Will Hernandez is three times better in mm-hmm. pass protection. Man. And you, I know, you know, you, I feel a little more comfortable with that matchups inside with with um, Will Hernandez. The th- Look, Jerry, the thing is that Will Hernandez, he just hasn't played like a number two pick. Right. He hasn't matched what he was drafted at, and no question about it. You know. Yeah. But. I see kind of that sentiment out there like, oh, you know what? Sit down in hands and play Lemieux. No, 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 no. Calm down with that. All right? So, but they're going to rotate in, and and you got to see if they can't control those guys up front, then they're not going to be able to run the ball at all, you know? Mm. If they could get in that second level a little bit, that's when a linebacker is, you know, filling gaps, second level play. That's where I feel they could do things, you know? I could, I feel they could do things off tackle. And this is the game where if you can't do that, you're going to have to do some misdirection quickly, right? And, and hopefully uh, they don't, you know, have some kind of stupid fumble. But um, this is where you're going to have to use end arounds and things like that. Because if you right away cannot establish the run and they start beating us up right away, I'm not saying abandon it completely, but to get the ball moving, um, you're going you're gonna to have to uh, do some end arounds and things like that, I think, to, to jumpstart the offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sean McVay is a great example. If Sean feels they can't go north south in a run game at the right. beginning of the game, he'll go east west. Exactly. He'll do in the rounds. He'll do jets. The yep. whole deal. Yeah. You know? Yep. So that's how you alleviate a little bit. It'd be interesting if Garrett does a few jets with with Evan. Mm-hmm. You know, if he does some end of you know, may, maybe with a slate or something like that, just to kind of alleviate a little bit. You know, we'll see, and then and then attack north south. You know, we'll see how Jason plays it. Yeah. Yep. Um, defensively for us. Now you named all these guys coming back. Alshon Jeffrey's back. He's always, he kills us. Like he's just, he's kind of like their Plaxico Burris, right? Like he's just this tall receiver that we can't cover. I don't know what he's going to bring to the table his first week back. He's been out a while. Um, uh, yeah. Well, why? What's the matter? No, he's been out a while. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, yeah. no, he's, uh, um, no, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I don't know exactly what he's going to bring to the table yet. You know, yeah, so. it, it's going to be Yadim again, right? In that number, cornerback number two position, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I hate to tell you, buddy, but uh, yeah. Yeah, like I, I was There's waiting for else. like, I'm waiting for another announcement to come. Like Julian Love has been moved from safety and it's not happening. Uh, it's just Yedem and they cut Ballantyne and we wish Ballantyne nothing but the best. We admittedly like that kid. Uh, I think he was messed up a little bit in the head last year when they put him in the slot. And I don't know if it's a confidence thing now, but he just he can't play now. So I really hope he does well somewhere else. But I just was kept looking. Yeah, no, no, right. I hope he does well with the Jets. I mean, I'm sorry. But I... I I just kept looking to see if, if Yadam would, I don't know, was all of a sudden jettisoned to the bench for someone else, but it's, it's not happening. So that's it. 
No, there's nobody. Uh, there's, no, there's nobody coming to the rescue, bud. <laughs> so. You're like you're like Rick Pitino in uh in, in, with Boston. Robert Parrish and Larry Bird are not walking through that door right now. So. Right. Right. So you know, so they're gonna have to do you know with the, with the way they scheme it up. You know, the covers, the twos, the threes. Uh, you know, mixing a little man, a little one. So uh, you know, look, they got weapons, brother. You know, they're getting Jeffrey back. Like you said, we'll see what he brings now. He he hasn't been played in a while. Rager. But Jalen Rager's slowly working his way in this game yeah. plan. Let's not forget Travis Fulgham. This guy's been their oh. best receiver. He's been a stud you know? for them. Yeah. So and they're gonna, you know, you got you got the Boston Scots and you're gonna have the Miles Sanders and it's gonna be quite a, you know, it's gonna and they're gonna be a good offensive team. And let's see if the Giants can get a few turnovers on them. You know, let's get some pressure on. Them. Look, they're giving up 32 sacks. I mean, don't get me wrong, their offensive line's been banged up all year, but they have given up 32 sacks. Yeah. That's a lot of sacks, dude. It you is. Know? They've only played eight games, right, you know? Right. Uh, so what, what does that do to me? I think 64 that sacks. Out. Wow. Yeah, They're on base for 64 sacks. And even a, a buff fool like me could figure it out. That's four games. Right? That's like so, David Carr air, uh, uh, territory. Right. right. Now, I expect that to get a little bit better because they're getting healthy and like yeah. that. You know, and if Lane Johnson's healthy, which he probably won't be the rest of the year, but if he could give it a go and play 50-plus snaps, or six, he's one of the best, you know? Yeah. So that 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 right side, which has given him fits when Lane's been out, you know, if he comes back and he plays and he plays the whole game and he looks and an ankle holds up, then that solidifies the right side because he's one of the best. You know. Um, and then you got the old man Peters on the left side, but but that's the key, Jerry. Let's go go get some pressure, man. Hopefully, you can get some hits on Wentz and force some balls. You know that, that he'll throw it up there. He'll he'll throw it up sometimes. You know? For the opportunity, he's got 12 interceptions, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. willing to. He's that's that's becoming more of an issue for him now than it was in the past. I always thought he was. I never thought he was careful with the ball, but he wasn't as careless as this. This is this is the most careless I've seen him uh, in his career so far. Yeah. Now, how much is that? That you know, he maybe a little bit of the Daniel Jones is trying to do too much at times. Yeah. You looked at that and you say, well, you know, Wentz, prime example. The last time they played, Wentz is rolling to his left. Yeah. I think it was Greg, Greg Ward's season role, and he tries to do a little improv route, and Wentz throws up like an air ball, and Bradbury comes down with it, remember? Yeah, yeah. and then the other like, one where he ran right and threw all the way left. Any other team in the league gets a pick right, there. Right, right. Oh, right. I mean, you, and I've seen Wentz do that all year. Now, that happens at times when quarterbacks feel, when they don't have the weapons and they're trying to do too much. Right. Now he's got guys back. Let's see. You know, let's see if he cuts down on those stupid mistakes. But Wentz has been prone to it, right? I mean, we know that. He's right. been prone to do that. So if you if you force a few of those, you got a shot here, brother. You know. Yeah. yeah. And of course, obviously, the Giants can't turn like Jones can't be doing, you know, the force throws himself or the or the fumbles or anything like that because he's gonna get hit this game. We know that. Yeah. He's gonna get hit. Brandon Graham. I mean, I, you know, he's got seven sacks. You know, uh, he leads the team in pressures. And then you got Cox coming on. They really rotate well. You know, with Hargrave and Malik Jackson, and of course. The other sweat on the other side, you know, um, and they're going to send in some safety blitzes and all that, you know, Schwartz will play aggressive at times. And so if they could hold up up front, you know, Jones don't turn the ball over, no fumbles, they'll, they'll be right there. I thought Brandon Graham was another one that was just done, right? And he, he's better now than ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's having a great year, man. He's having a really good year for them, and, and you know, he's gonna he lines up at that wide nine, and he's gonna be a challenge for Andrew Thomas and Fleming slash Perk. Yeah, you know. 
talking yeah, myself. You, I'm talking myself out of feeling good about this. No, it is. Listen, I'm, we're just saying like it is. No, know? I know. Uh, we're just saying like, you know, I mean, if Jeff, if we got on this podcast and said, oh, well, the Eagles present no challenges on defense and our offense went to just throw an interception. <laughs> we'll win this game 27. We'll, we'll, we'll seem like two I absolute know. and complete blowhouts. <laughs> I know. You know? You're right. So, You're right, but, buddy. I mean, but, but that doesn't mean it. You know, it doesn't mean the Giants can't beat these guys. They almost beat them two weeks ago, dude. Yeah, I know. Two they weeks did. ago. Yep. They had them. They had them. You know? Yes, they did. Um, one more before we uh, get to our sponsor. Do you see um, Jones running as much as he did in the last one? And I know he didn't, you know, he had the huge run. He had, oh, I think 92 yards total. I think he ran four times, I think it was. But do you see them trying that again? Do you think the Eagles are ready oh, for it this time? I, I fully expect it. Yeah. You know? But I also fully expect the Eagles not to collapse. <laughs> Like Graham did that one play that Jones made 80 yards, you know? Right. Uh, but it, it ha- look, it, I don't care how well they're playing the edges and this and that. You still got to put that in the game plan two or three times with Jones. Yeah. It has to be in the game plan, right? Yep. Because you might get them. The ma- they might play that play twice perfect, right? Right. Edge guys, the whole deal. Nobody can, nobody collapses. But guess what? Graham, oh, look. You talk about a buffoon. How about me? I pointed out how well Graham was playing in that zone read. And then he collapsed against the Giants and Jones went off 80 yards. It's okay when you're wrong about the other team, Chris. It's fine. (laughs) But the point being is that you you can't just say, okay, well, we did it once and they really contained it on the edges. That's it. We're done. No. Yeah. Because if they they collapse one time on it, if they're not fundamentally sound one time on it, you see what Jones could do, dude. Chris, if you do something once and it works and you never go back to it, do you know what you are? Patrick. Oh, buddy, you read my mind. Nice job by you. With that, everybody. By the way, uh, yes. uh, he's catching heat already in Denver. Oh, he should be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, real quick. A word from our sponsor, my bookie. Right back. Between the NFL and college football, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you could turn your game day into payday, baby, with my bookie. If you're the type of guy who likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And don't forget the underdogs. They have a ton of value. The thing about the NFL is that underdogs are never really dogs on Sunday. Every team has a chance to win. Well, except for the New York Jets. And you do too. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get in on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Sign up at MyBookie, and when you do, use our promo code, G-I-A-N-T, to claim a deposit match, dollar for dollar, all the way up to 1000 bucks. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. That's promo code G-I-A-N-T for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Even stacked UFC cards, you can bet on those as well. All the major sports and more. Sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. Again, guys, promo code G-I-A-N-T. And we are back, my friend. Good stuff. Um, before we get to the ass-kicking session, um, anything else we want to cover with this upcoming important, potentially division-deciding game coming up Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, hey, special team-wise, you got to really feel good about the Giants. Always. Isn't that They're amazing? doing a good job covering punts, yeah. kickoffs. Um, Graham Gano has just been unbelievable. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, 19, what's he, 19 to 20? Yeah. I think, he's, I, think uh, he's, I think he's 18 in a row. 
field goals. 18 in a row, 19 and 20. I think he's for the season. Mm-hmm. The only miss was 50 plus yards. Yeah, you 57, know. I think. Yep. Uh, yes, I think you're right. I think it was 57. Um, Riley Dixon has been excellent. Yep. You know, um, coverage. So. Coverage is spectacular. Coverage has been good, man. And you also know, the uh, the scheme on kicking off sometimes, right? Like the yeah. not just blasting it into the end zone. Now look for Dante Pettis this yes, week. Yes, that's right. Uh, I'm sure he's going to get a look at returning punts. Yep. Um, when I'm there Sunday, I will put that on Twitter. Of course, they always do the warm-ups, and you see who's with the ones who's going to return kickoffs, the whole deal, you know? Yep. So, But I fully expect Pettis yep. um, to be returning some punts Sunday against the Eagles. That's what he does. The kid was phenomenal in college, you know, and right. I'm sure he's going to get a look, you know, uh, Sunday against the Eagles. That's why he's here, you know? Right. Um, Golden Tate get, got just before we go to the questions. Golden Tate, we'll see what happened, how he came out of practice today. Right. You know, he banged up his knee yesterday. You know. Yep. yep. And you don't forget, he had a touchdown against the Eagles. Yep. And um, so he's a guy that uh, I know, you know, everything was going on with Golden, but you kind of expect him to come back if he plays Sunday with a little chip on his shoulder, like, because he's been obviously been labeled around here as, you know, kind of has had the scarlet letter on him the last week, right? Right. Uh, but so you kind of expect him to come out with a chip on his shoulder. So to me, I, I know people, people uh, forget you screw him. I, I get it. But Golden is a guy that you, you could see him coming out and say, well, okay, watch this. You guys think I'm a malcontent? Watch what I do here, you know? Right. He's got like that type of mentality at times. He really does. And that's why I would like to see him play something, Jerry. Yeah, I thought the same thing, Chris. I, I, everybody's hard on him, and I know they want um, Austin Mack to play in his place, and I get it. Maybe we start five receivers for once, but I could see Tate coming out with a chip on his shoulder, being pissed off, being like, you know what? I'm not, you know, I'm not the guy you think I am, that everybody thinks I'm right now. I'm, I'm going to have a great game. So I, I hear what you're saying there. I do. Right. So uh, we'll see. We'll see later on. We'll see what his status is. He hurt his knee supposedly pretty good yesterday, you know? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll have to find out later on exactly, you know, what's going to happen with him. Yep. All right, buddy. Um, so I am down nine officially now. Um, I lost. I went down one more last week, and it was it was ugly for a while. I was down three, uh, and then the Raiders helped me, and somebody else helped me. I forget. It was another one that you picked. I was like, I was. I, oh, the the Bills. The Bills right. helped me. So. All right, uh, real quick. Texans at Browns, 1 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Browns at home. Yeah, I agree. That's an easy one. But then, you know what? There was some last week where I said, oh, that's an easy one. And there were upsets, right? Like, oh, even the, the Cowboys almost beat the, uh, the Steelers. But there was another one we both had that wasn't um, a no-brainer. Uh, Buccaneers at Panthers. Um. I think Tom Brady's going to be pretty pissed off this week. I, I, I'll, I'll go with Tampa. Yeah, I can't see them losing this one. I agree with you. Um, Buccaneers as well. Here we go. <laughs> I, I, if I don't get it right this week, I'm never guessing him again. Jaguars at Packers. Uh, Packers. I agree, but I'm really interested to see how this game turns out. Because I think I've gotten them Why? wrong every week so far. Where I've gotten the Jaguars game wrong every week. It didn't matter whether I pick for them or against them. I get it wrong every week. So if the if the Jaguars somehow beat the Packers, then it's me. So uh, Washington football team at the Detroit Lions. Um, Tough one. Yeah, with Alex Smith in there, you know? Yeah. Um, Lions at home. Uh, Washington last week with Alex Smith, the offense looked better. You know what? I'm going to go to a little bit of an upset with this. I'm going to go Washington. I'll go Lions because i got to catch up. But also if the Lions lose this game, then uh, – 
where the hell are they headed and what are they doing with Matt Patricia, <laughs> right? Like, Patricia, oh. he's out last. Oh, my God. Uh, Broncos, three and five at Steelers. These are the, I'm sorry, Broncos at Raiders. These are the four o'clock games. The Raiders came up uh, big last week. They beat the, they beat the Herberts, the Chargers. Uh, I will go with the Raiders at home. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders too. Oh, the, Bron- oh the, the Broncos-Falcons game. I lost that game. You liked Falcons at home. I took, I took right. the, the, the Pat Shermer uh, Broncos. All right, uh, Chargers at Dolphins. Dolphins, another one, man. Big game last week. They beat the Cardinals. Tua seems like the real deal. I'm going uh, Dolphins at home. Oof. Miami. You want to give me a chance to catch up here and take the Chargers? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to go with Miami. All right. Sorry. No, you're good. That's <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm going to blame you. Here's a good one. Uh, Bills at Cardinals, 4 o'clock. Your boys, the Cardinals. Yeah, man. I lost last week to Tua, right, Miami? Um, yeah. I think they rebound. I think they beat the Bills. This, that Buffalo defense, is, they're not very good at all, man. Um, they, they, it's going to cost them in the playoffs. But I'll, I'll go with Arizona in this one. I'm going with the Bills. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen, huh? MVP candidate. Oh, my God. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, 49ers. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how that all – when it's all said and done, how those quarterbacks all play out, right? Baker, Darnold, uh, Allen, and Josh Rosen. When their careers are over and then we go back to that draft, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at Saints. Saints at home? Are you kidding me? 425? My boy Drew Brees. Here we go. <laughs> yep, I like New Orleans too. <laughs> uh, by the way, he looked good last week too, huh? Who, Brees? Well, oh, the Saints. Well, the Saints. I mean, oh, yeah. beating up on the Buccaneers. Nah, yeah, but it's pretty good. Brees really can't play in the outdoors. <laughs> I, that's what I always say. Bengals at Steelers. Two, about 78% in a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Bengals at Steelers. Uh, Steelers at home, I, I would imagine. 8-0. and 2-5-1 yeah. at 8-0. Steelers will eventually lose. I just don't think it's going to be this week. So, Right. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. This is a good one. 6-2 and two at 5-3. and three. The Basically, the, the Seattle Russell Wilsons, as we say, against the Rams. I'm going with the Rams at home, buddy. Okay, I'll go a little different with you. I'll go with Seattle. Rebounds after that loss. I think they'll have enough offense to beat the Rams, but we'll see. You going with the Rams? I am, sir. Yes. Okay. 8-20, Sunday night. Ravens at the Patriots, who almost lost to the Jets. (laughs) Wow. Unbelievable. I will go with the uh, the Ravens, obviously. Yeah, I was going to say, there's going to be no almost loss to this one. I like the Ravens, too. It's amazing, right? That game was so close. Oh, my God. And Monday night, Vikings at Bears. Good one. No? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Vikings are favorite still, man. I mean, they, they've they've been playing well, man. They yeah. knocked off the Packers of Green Bay. Dalvin Cook has been unstoppable. Yeah. Um, I just don't like this Bears offense under Foles, you know. Um, but, but I'll take Chicago. I'm going to go with the I think their defense will do enough. I'm going with the Vikings on the road. How about that? All right, buddy. There's one more game before we get to Twitter questions. I'll have to tell you, the Philadelphia Eagles are visiting the New York football giants at MetLife Stadium this Sunday. Who does Chris Bizignano like in this one? Well, until the Giants beat them, I'm going to have to go with Philly. Wow. Chris, I, I feel the same way. 
And the more we talk about it, the more I'm convinced that we're just not there yet. However, I'm going with the New York football giants this week. And you know what, everybody? Blame me if they lose. I don't care. Because there's a lot of goodwill on Twitter. I'm all in. I believe in Joe Judge. I believe that that loss stings badly. You know, there, there are coaches that just, like you, you said it before with Patrick Graham, Chris. There are coaches, I believe, and players too, that they, they don't get it, right? Like they, they look at, there was a, uh, I'm a little all over the place, but I want you to just bear with me. There was a special years ago on Ohio State and Michigan on HBO. It's one of the yeah, best that, I've yeah. ever seen. Right. One of their coaches, I think it was John Cooper of Ohio State, said Michigan is just another team on the schedule. And the Ohio State fans were like, oh, that's the worst thing you could say. And then Trestle mm-hmm. gets hired and he's like, you know, he was hired, I think, and there was a, a basketball game going on. And he was introduced and he said, however many days from now, when we play Michigan and the crowd went nuts, I think, Judge, I think, Graham, because you just kind of confirmed it, I think that loss stings them. I think it's time to beat this team. I think it's going to be the, the theme all week. I'm going with the New York Giants, buddy. All right. <laughs> I, did, right I, did, did I, I didn't inspire you at all, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good stuff, buddy. All right. Question time. Sending out this morning. Got a decent amount of responses, but since we're recording uh, midday, not as many as usual, but still over 60. Here we go. Adriana Ayafola is first up. There's no doubt DJ has not looked like the same quarterback we saw last year and his confidence has been lacking after last week's performance. Do you think that was enough to be a shift in mindset for him confidence-wise? Good question, Adriana. Um, say it again, Joey. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. After last week, do you think that that performance was enough to be a shift in his mindset confidence-wise? Well, I, def- I definitely felt he needed that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if he's clean this week against the Eagles, uh, he'll be good to go the last six games, man. Because I, I felt, you know, we've been talking about it. I, I felt he's, his confidence was shot at yeah. times, yeah. no question. Uh, but that the effort last week, no turnovers, Feeling a little bit better, but let's see what you know. Let's see what he does against the Eagles. If he if he plays a clean game against the Eagles, uh, I tell you what, man, it's going to really really help this kid's confidence. So I agree. Uh, Oscar Nieves with a good one. Golden Tate's injury was it a way of having him avoid the media session, or did he really get hurt? No, Golden was on a little while ago with the media. Oh, there you go. Okay, and he he apologized. He hated bringing attention to the organization and the team. Nice. Uh, like I just said, he apologized to his teammates. Apologized to the team, the coaches. Uh, he was very sincere about it. Um, so, no, uh, he did hurt his knee. It had nothing to do with it because it, that just delayed it a day. That's all. He was on, he was on uh, with us a little while ago. Good. Good stuff. Uh, the Mecca of NYG. <clears throat> Excited to listen as I feel we're going to win this week. There we go. Looking ahead to next year, do you see Logan Ryan being brought back? I feel he's been a solid player this year who has made some big plays. Hashtag beat Philly. Hashtag buffoon crew. Thanks, Mecca. Mm. You think he's coming yeah. back? I, I think that's some some that's a play that's definitely going to work on bringing him back. Hope so. You know. Hope so. So. By the way, dude, kind of it'll be kind of nice a little uh, him X uh X McKinney and uh, Peppers, right? By the that's, way, your article this week in the Insider that's printing Sunday. Nice job by you about Logan Ryan. Oh, thank you. Tearjerker. I'm not kidding. Oh, dude, I'm not being sarcastic. Oh, that was freaking good. 
Good stuff. Well, thank you, man. I'm glad you liked it. You know, Loved I it. hope everybody likes it. You know, that's the that's and the, also yeah. And if anybody, the I'm sure the anti Gettleman uh, people could have liked the uh, trade article too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you you covered all the bases here, Chris. <laughs> if you wrote one another one about Joe Judge, that would have been it. Good stuff. Um, I know you, you did. You did claim you 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 love Nick Gates uh, in your news and notes. You love Nick Gates at center, which is another popular sentiment right now. So, yeah. Tony Thomas um, is the problem. The one we had in the '60s and '70s of owners not hiring progressive state-of-the-art GMs. No. Yeah, uh, Tony, that's a tough question. Thanks for all you do and the values you promote beyond football. Well, thank you, Tony. That's really nice of you to say, buddy. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, the Giants like giant ties. I don't know what else to say about it. We'll see what happens at the end of this year. Um, I don't know if it's about not hiring forward thinking. I think Jerry Reese was probably a more of a forward thinking guy. I think he just got a little too much in love with uh, the skill positions. Um, but I don't, I don't think that's, I think it's more a case of hiring giant ties than anything else, bud. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, William Fox at VA Beach Fox. So William oh. Fox, uh, Dalton's father, Dalton Strong, hashtag Dalton Strong, guys. Kid is uh, battling uh, Ewing sarcoma. Um, and he is, uh, as Chris would tweeted once, got more balls than anybody. Um, pray for him because he's still battling. Um, William asked a funny question this week. What's the deal with the new pod intro music? William, that music is staying until we lose. Sorry, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to pull apart cells here. That superstition, buddy. Until we lose, then I'll go back to the old stuff. But I needed a jump start. And I'm just saying, I changed the music and we beat Washington. So let's see what happens. But um, yeah, there you go. Anything you want to add to that, Chris, or no? Uh, no, I think you just covered it. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny um here we go sound new york watching the titans versus the colts last night mm. they said rabel and right and reich are building run first teams didn't a certain giants gm say the same thing and was criticized for being old and not understanding analytics hashtag buffoon crew yeah well that's a good point sal always yeah, brings them up that's a great point you know uh he was uh that's what Gettleman wants to, wanted to do, you know. Yeah. Um, now nah, you need the personnel to do it, you know. But that's what Frank Reich does want to do. And, of course, we know with Derrick Henry and the Titans. But the Titans do wing it amount of, of field, too. But that's their mentality. Let's try to run that ball, you know. Yep. And that will always be part of football. I know some teams want to throw it 50 times, the whole deal. But that will always be part of football. There was nothing wrong when Gettleman said that. Now, the problem is that the offensive line he's built. Yeah. Over the last few years, they're showing some improvement now a little bit, but yeah. you know, um, their offensive lines when is a lot big difference when you have, you know, Quentin Nelsons and Anthony Costanzas and you know Ryan Kelly's up front compared to the guys the Giants have had, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that they got to get that straightened out. They got to get an offensive line along those levels, and you can really run the ball. So, but there was nothing wrong with Gettleman said that. I know, and I know people jumped on him and oh look at that. that's a that's a dinosaur way of thinking. Yeah, okay. GPA 15, do you think the Giants should use Mac more on the edge wide receiver with Shepard inside than having Tate inside and Shepard on the outside? Do we think we should have Mac more on the outside? He is on the outside, though, right? Well, well then he's saying with Shep on the inside than having Tate inside and Shepard on the outside. I guess it's a question of would you rather have well, Mac they, or Tate they, there? They go back and forth. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The only guy that's on the outside all the time is Slayton. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Viking in blue. 
Hey, you guys are the best Giants content every week. Thanks, Viking. Question for Chris. What are your top three things you like about Daniel Jones? Um, the top the things I like about him? Mm-hmm. Well, I like a uh, look. Uh, <laughs> I like his, obviously, the way he can get the hell out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. I do think he's very intelligent, you know, and I love his, the way he works at his game. I mean, he, He's like Eli in a lot of ways that all he thinks about is football. Right. You know, um, so I, I like those things about him. Now, obviously, the turnovers is what I don't like about him. And some of the mistakes he keeps making over and over is what I don't like about him. But I tell you one thing about him, too. Mm-hmm. Watching him on film, he's reading defenses much better. Much better. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I like the way he's coming along in that. You know, I love his legs, man. I love he could get the hell out of it. I love that the zone read, the RPOs are all part of the packages, you know. Yep. Uh, so I, I like those things about Daniel. I, I like Daniel as a person, man. He, he he's the right mentality, and, and and he has the you know he's the right makeup for this area. But we're gonna have to progress in some other things, you know. And we talked about it last week. The last eight games are gonna be probably a pretty good audition for him. Yeah, well said, well said. And he, and, and he uh, passed the first one, but this is the real, you know. If he comes out Sunday again, Jerry and those two picks or fumbles and turnovers, I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, you played a better team. Look what happened, right? Yep. So we'll see what happens Sunday, man. But, you know, it's hopefully, ama- he, amazing, hopefully right? he progresses. Yeah, It's, it's yeah. amazing. A lot's going to come from this game. I really believe that. Like, here we go. All right, Joe Judge, you ready? <laughs> Pressure cooker, baby. All right, Wazy Moto. When are we going to give Coach Sean Spencer, a.k.a. Coach Chaos, the credit he deserves? The way he has this defensive front Playing is awesome. You've talked. Yeah. You've talked about him before. Yeah. 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 Well, listen. He's a. You know. He's. He did good. Great things at Penn State. And he's doing good things here. Yeah, I mean, you look. You know, guys like Lenny Williams and Dalvin have elevated their game even more. You right. know. Right. And Dexter's taking a step forward in year too. So yeah, he's done a heck of a job. He really has. Uh, he's a. He's a good coach, man. He's a good yeah. coach. Yeah. Uh, Lane Pearson. That's a negative question. I'm not answering it, but love you, buddy. Uh, Joey Z, in light of trying to break the losing streak against the Eagles, which victory against them was more satisfying, the Eli fourth quarter comeback in 06 or the playoff victory in 2000? Uh, the, the playoff victory in 2000. I mean, the 06 game was awesome because for once they blew it. But, I mean, that was the loudest. I, I was sitting in section 335. That was the loudest I've ever heard that stadium. So Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah, here's a good one. I don't know if you can answer this, Chris, but Luke asks a good question because it's annoying to me too. Luke at Thuggin LP. A lot of praise about Lemieux, but came across his PFF rating and it's super low. Any idea mm. how that works? And what the hell do they oh, look I'm not sure. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I'm sorry to ask you that, but I, I don't know either. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I mean, PFF, they have their own way of rating these things. So you can only take, you know, you look, I got to be honest with you, man. Yeah. Mm. I'm a big PFF guy, but I only look for certain things right. on PFF. Right. How they come up with these defensive gradings, offensive gradings, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly yeah, I mean, either. what right. the formula is. Um, I know Lemieux was rated really bad. Right. You know, um, but you look at him, he's done good things and he's done bad things. I, I think when those bad things come up, that really knocks your grade down. Yeah. Like if you miss – one you look at 
the PFF rating, you say, oh, this guy can never tackle. Right. They, they, they give you like a red mark. You know, I, that's like I said, you, you can only take so much out of PFF. To me, you only ter- you take certain things out of it. Yeah. But I understand because I did notice that myself. That's funny that guy asked that. Yeah. I noticed that myself. Yeah. Um, if you looked at it and you just came from another planet, you say, oh, this guy Lemieux must be horrific, you know. And he hasn't been horrific. He, he's been pretty good at times, you know. Yeah. So I can't really give you an educated how they do it, man. It's it's kind of weird. We'll go five more. Uh, Peter Atko at Peter Atko. Giants fan in the UK, which always cracks me up, dude, that people overseas listen to us and love it. I think it's freaking great. What do you see as the main reason for the O-line's recent improvements? And are you a fan of the rotation that Judge seems to favor? Keep up the good work. Well, I'm a fan of it this season because you're seeing guys what they're going to do for next year. Right. And they're going nowhere. Okay. Well, they should be going nowhere. They win Sunday. <laughs> I might have to eat those words, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Hopefully I eat those words. Yeah. So I like, you know, I, I don't mind the rotation because you're seeing what guys could do. Um, they're getting better because technique-wise, they're getting better. And I think, you know, the coaching of Colombo is really starting to show now. Oh, what, what do you mean, Chris? Well, you look at Andrew Thomas the last few games, his technique-wise is much better. Much better. Right. Then you throw in a pert. And I, trust me, I don't think anybody in this organization saw this kid playing as good as he's playing right now. I don't think anybody really expected it. No, no you know? one could have seen that one coming. Right. And then another reason why, okay, well, Nick Gates struggled at the beginning of the year at his new position. And guess what? Now yeah. his game is elevated, man. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. You know? And Zeitler's played much better the last few games. So guys have picked up their games, man. That, that's why they're playing better. Guys have picked up their games. Dude, that, that's Stephanie Small's person. I think she's in love with Pert. Like, she's changed her name. Like, Pert's got to play or something. Or... Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, she wants him in there. Wow. She likes him. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty uh, – she makes it known what she wants. <laughs> Drinking those white claws and watching Pert. He even Pert. gets banned. He even gets banned off Twitter. <laughs> so funny. John Osler. Oh, good one, John, here. Inspired inspired by the Giants' O-line rotation. Will Bob Sagendorf sub out Jerry during the pick segment for a podcast host who could make it competitive against Chris? <laughs> Hashtag buffoon crew. See, That's not a bad idea. It's a hell of a question. Bob, what do you think, buddy? Boss? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. There's a good one. Jason Honeywell, I'm 46. My son is 18. How do I convince him that he hasn't been tortured as much as fans who lived through the 70s and early 80s giant struggle? His passion slash rage for this team is unparalleled. I think I created a monster. Chris, answer that for his kid, for, for a little Honeywell. <laughs> Trust me, Jason's son, um, it's nothing compared to the 70s. Nothing. Right. So, no. It's, uh, well, he's 18, so the kid's seen a Super Bowl. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid's seen a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, 18. 2002. Well, 2002. Yeah, he saw one of them. That he probably. I'm sure he remembers as a nine-year-old. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he should. Right. That's a good call. Yeah. So I'm sure he remembers as a nine-year-old. Yeah. Um. So, no, you you've seen a Super Bowl. Uh, back in the 70s, Super Bowl is like reading (laughs) something off a Chinese menu. You never, you never, you never understand it. You never even thought about it. Right. You looked at it and said, Yeah, okay. What does this mean? That word, you know, right, that, right. that title. Super Bowl. That's why they like, give you. That's why they give you numbers. Number four. I'll take the number four. Right. I see steak. So, <laughs> nice. No, so Jason's son, I, and the passion's great, and he's pissed off, and he's down on what's going on. But nah, it's nothing compared to the seventies. 
Uh, good question by Buffoon Blue. Hey, guys, so I guess Chris picking the Giants trumped Ver Jerry's jinx. <laughs> Funny, Buffoon Blue. Here's my question. How many wins do you think DJ needs for the Giants to be realistically out of position to draft his replacement? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. I don't think it's a win thing, Buffoon Blue. I think it's a performance thing. And yep. I can't give you stats on it, but I, I think it's going to be how is he finishing up these last seven games? How does he look? Is he the reason why they're losing? Um, or if they are winning, is it in spite of him? That's what I think, buddy. Yeah, it's going to have to be a lot more turnovers again. Because they really, look, they want Jones. They love, they really like Jones, man. Yeah. But, you know, but also it comes down to production in this league. Yeah. And these last six games are the same thing he's shown turnover-wise and same mistakes. And that's going to put doubt in people's minds, man, you know? Um, but, so, like you said, Jerry, it's not so much that they win three games, two games, four, four games. It's going to be production-wise and how he's progressing. Elizabeth Contreras, I got to ask this question because of the, the, what she asked. She said, I just got Twitter just to be able to ask you guys a question. Oh, <laughs> That's nice. really nice. You guys are my number one Giants podcast. Why do you think they don't use Gallman more? Is it because they prefer a RBBC? RBBC. Uh, running back by committee. Boom. Got it. Oh. I, li I stared at it too. Like, uh, I, I don't know what that is. Or is it something they see in Wayne that they just don't like? Like, Thanks, big trusts. I know we addressed it before, but what do you what do you ultimately think about about that, Chris? Well, look, you know, since Freeman got hurt, he's been getting the ball. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But here's the thing about Gallman, and you look at him, and he's a nice little back, right? He's a nice little back, and he's running really hard. But they look at every play, and he at times he hits the wrong hole. I'm telling you, dude, he hits the wrong hole. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, he doesn't take the, the he'll take a two yard game where he could have might have had six or five or six because he didn't see the hole. Mm -hmm. All right. So but now listen, but Wayne is doing some nice things. You know, it's not that they don't like him. I mean, he's been the, basically the, the featured back since Freeman got hurt. Right. Yeah. I mean, they brought Freeman here. Freeman showed some legs and, and they liked him better. And uh, it's not that they don't like Goldman. Um, they just don't look at him like Shermer and all. They don't look at him as, OK, well, he's out. He's our bell cow now. You know, right. that's not going to happen with Gorman, you know. But he's a nice little guy to come in there, give you some give you some touches like he's been doing. Yeah. You know, they don't sound like they don't like him, but he's just not a number one back. Gorman. He's not in. You can't look at him and say, oh, he's a number one back. You know what I mean? Yep. He's not. He's not. Two more. Joe LeBate. Good question, Joe. For Jerry, if you had to describe this season using only Yankee candles, what would you call it? Hashtag buffoon crew, hashtag together blue. Well, Joe, I saw your question earlier and I thought long and hard about it. And I'm going to go with Midsummer's Night, that flavor. Smells like Dracar, which I'm sure a lot of you know what that smells like. And I think no, next, I next, you what know, that smell like? Chris, you know, wait, you have to know what Dracar smells like. No. What the hell does Dracar smell like? The cologne know. from the 80s? Dracar. No, I never had that cologne. Oh, my God. I, oh, now that you said that, I remember the cologne now. But yeah, no, it was just a black it. bottle. Oh, okay. Smells like that. I'm Midsummer's Night. Midsummer Night. Yes. Okay. Yankee Candle. Because next Candle. summer is when I'm probably going to be most psyched about this team because of where we're headed, the draft. I'm going to be, you know, listen, I think we'll be back to normal next year, God willing. So if anything comes of this season, I just think next year things will be, God willing, back to normal and we will be headed to not just competitiveness, to 
special things. That's all I'm going to say. So, so you actually walk into a store and say, can I get the midsummer night? Dream I don't have to candy? say it. They're all listed. I could just grab them, but I know what they smell oh. like. Right. So like, are I, you the, I have curiosity. Are, are you the only male in the store? There's a couple of us. <laughs> the, the other guys are just there because they're just, dro- they drove and they have to go in like their wives just made them. But I'll be like, Oh, let's go in. So 86, the 86 giants would be blueberry scone. It's probably because it's my favorite. So there you go. I have no idea. <laughs> you shouldn't. You're better off. I have no idea what the hell you are talking about right now. Zero. Zero idea. <laughs> You're better off, buddy. All right. We'll go one more. I'll go one that's up your wheelhouse, pal. James F. at JMZ5 and O. I think the most impressive part about Gates moving to center is how well he is snapping the ball. Have we had... James, don't ask this question, but I'm going to have to ask it anyway. Have we had a bad snap all season? James, you know, if we have it Sunday, I'm blaming you. But, I mean, seriously. Um, you, know, you know it's coming Sunday now. <laughs> I mean, do you look at I that, Chris? Few, he's had a few low ones, a few highs, but not, nothing that's like what snapped over Jones's head. He had to go back and get it, you know, on a phone. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, he's been pretty good at that. And it's not, look, that's not easy either, you know. It's, that's, that's. When a, when a guy t- becomes a center for the first time, yeah. you know, don't think it's like, you know, oh, oh, oh snap it. Oh, you look it on TV. Look how easy it is. How hard could it be? No, at first, it's not easy, you know. Shotgun snaps are not easy, man. You got to place it in the right spot and everything, you know. Right, He's you know, been good at it, man. You know what? One more because it's a good one. Mike at Mike with a mouth one. It seems like as the season progresses, the play calling gets a little better every week. Could this be a result of Garrett starting to trust DJ more in execution? Hell of a question. Mike, we're going to f- we're gonna finish that one. That's a great question. Yeah, well, that's Garrett just getting to know everybody, man. Seeing what's working, you know. Uh, feeling confident in a lot of different things. Not just Jones, but a lot of different things, you know. He, he, he likes to throw the little wrinkles in, you know. Uh, and this is a, you know, don't forget, no offseason does hurt the first three, four games, man. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, getting to know the system hurts, you know, and now you're starting to see what Garrett wants to do, man. You see it the last three, four games, you know, so that's uh, so much confidence. Yeah, of course, he's got confidence in Jones doing some things, but he's doing other things too, Garrett. You know, you know, he's got Tate throwing the ball, you know, he's got reverse, you know, he's got uh, we saw last week what he did, you know, at least he's creative, he's, right? <laughs> My guess, a little creative. He likes to do that to keep defenses, you know, on their heels a bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, to, I, I guess he puts it to you, like you install the meat of the game plan, you know? Nice. So that's what Garrett, you know, there's something of trusting your whole, trusting your team, man, trusting your players that they know exactly what they, he wants to do. And, it, you know, that takes time, Jerry. It does. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, and, you know, like I said, three first, when you don't have an offseason program, the first three, four games is going to be rough, man, you know? Yep. And now you've seen the last three games or so, Garrett doing what he wants to do. Chris, I, I never thought a two and seven podcast would be so much fun. We're, we're going to, I mean, we'll see what happens Monday guys, but right now there's, there's still hope. Um, I just wanted to say that we have, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to land a couple interviews over the next two weeks as we have, um, uh, you know, there's the buy. So we're not going to do the state of the NFL or anything. And we want to try still do hopefully two a week. Uh, we think we have one um, giants uh, lined up already and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Anything else you want to hit on, buddy? Are we good? That's it. Enjoy the game, Sunday. All right, Giant fans. We print Sunday night. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. All right. 
Big week, guys. Let's go. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.